Testies, 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 testies. Y'all ready testies. for this? <laughs> Y'all ready for these testies? <laughs> <laughs> What's up, everyone? Oh, What's wait, up, no. everyone? Oh, Welcome no. to the Husband and Wife Podcast. <laughs> I'm here with two of my special guests, uh, Corey and Alex. Hey. Hey. Um, yeah, welcome back to the show, Nate. Happy to be back. Oh, Yay. happy to have happy you. to be here. Love and you guys. We are talking about um, owning a business in New York. I think just owning a business, but also in New York, because you guys right. own, things have own, own a business in New York. Their own yeah. sets of challenges. Yes, they do. <laughs> For sure. Um, but before we get into that, let's throw some wisdom down. Yeah. Throw some wisdom down. Who's ready There's to go? There's ambient drilling in the distance. Yeah, can yeah, you hear good. it? Sorry, that's, a little a, bit. that's all me. Yeah, <laughs> ambient drilling. I bring a driller everywhere I go to just <laughs> stand <laughs> in the distance. <laughs> Lots of jackhammering yeah. going on. <laughs> Did you jackhammer just a couple doors down? Thank you. <laughs> uh, do you want to go first? Um, sure, I can. Um, so it's this is really only specific for um, freelancers, specifically people who teach class, because I don't think... It happens. I can't imagine it happens anywhere else. Um, but traveling a lot for the holidays, mm. and I we're traveling next week, this coming weekend, and then next weekend, Corey and I are gone for a while. And I typically, I obviously have to get my classes covered. And instead of just reaching out to everyone asking people to cover my classes, I asked to switch classes with people, so that. It's going to be a little bit busy in the front end, like before I leave. I have yeah. a couple of extra classes on my um, plate, but then when, and when I come back, I'll have a couple of extra as well. But then I'm not losing a whole bunch of classes because a downside of working in the fitness industry is if you're mm -hmm. not here, you, yeah, you don't make money. money. So you got to um, be present. Can't FaceTime, can't FaceTime a core power class. No, you can't. <laughs> but I'd like to try it. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's kind of my, my wisdom is ask to switch with people so that then you're not losing a, a, all of your money. That oh. Then you can still save your classes. Like, I don't think I'm – I think I'm only losing, like, five classes when we're gone nice. for both trips. So. That's great. Yeah. That's great. That's great. Um, my bank account is excited for that. Yeah. It's good yeah. that you have flexibility to be able to do that too. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It pluses Not all and minuses. Jobs are like that. Pluses and minuses. Yeah, yeah. I have the flexibility. I can just tell them like, "Yo, I'm gone for two and a half weeks." Yeah. And then when you're gone, you're not working. Yes. Which is the opposite thing that we have. Yes. We're just, we can leave whenever we want, but we'll always be working. Always yes. be working. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's yeah. a yeah. I definitely had that last time we we were all in Asheville. Mm. Um, had to had to balance a little bit of partying and a little bit of work, mm -hmm. but it's kind of the the beauty of being able to set your own schedule. Yeah, for sure, totally. Um, what you got for us? My Wednesday wisdom would be to find yourself a Nathan Chang if you can. Aww. <laughs> Aww. Uh, no, I mean gold standard business partner, uh, gold, even diamond standard friend. I would say. Aww. Wow. Um, yeah. No, I mean uh, having on. yeah <laughs> no having someone that you trust. <laughs> Uh, that you can work with that you know like is gonna get the job done and like make sure everything is you know as good as it can be and you know show up every day and not complain it's it's Hollywood is it, yeah you know? exactly tell me more about this Nathan Chen yeah no he uh, sounds wonderful he does he is no but um you know who you work with matters and having having a good business partner uh, makes all the difference 
because you can't do it alone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. True. For sure. Yeah. yeah. I'm looking for a Nathan myself. Yeah. <laughs> I hope you find it someday. <laughs> yeah, I hear your business partner is not so great. <laughs> We're trying to find a replacement. We're working on it. Sorry. We're working on it. Shopping around. <laughs> uh, my Whit- Whitman wisdom. <laughs> I can't even say it. My Wednesday wisdom <laughs> oy, um, is don't turn 30. Oh, okay. <laughs> just don't. Don't cool. do it. Because uh, health insurance will just uh, come right knocking at your door and just uh, steal Ooh, everything yeah. you got. Yeah, <laughs> turn 30 thing. and they, like suddenly you're not eligible for like a secure plan. I guess they just assume oh. everyone just like starts dying at 30. So like, oh, cool. like quadrupled, my, my premium quadrupled. Really? Yeah. Oh, fuck. That's so, on my list of things to do is call health insurance. Oof. So yeah, I need to find some this new weekend. health insurance. Ooh. What's happening? But yeah so don't do it what are, don't do what it plan i don't recommend it what business are you going through oscar or what coming oscar yeah, yeah. Oscar. oscar oscar which oscar. has been great oscar's been great <laughs> <laughs> until now <laughs> until now yeah. this episode is brought to you by fuckoscar.com. Uh, <laughs> don't go to that website <laughs> please don't go to that website <laughs> that's funny that's a completely different website. Different I feel like website. we should try to pull that up and see what happens. No, I'm good. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's great. Um, so, Alex. Yeah, I'm going to take over this podcast now. Okay. All right. Go well, for we'll it. Go. Okay. Bye, guys. Um, see okay, see you later. Um, so, owning a business is challenging. Owning a business in New York is also very challenging, especially mm-hmm. when you're working in the creative industry as you are. Mm. So I'm wondering if you can, I, I know that we briefly talked about it probably on the last episode that we did with you, but that was ages ago. Yeah. Um, can you guys kind of quickly talk through how you decided to start Hallelujah and um, how it came to be? Yeah. I mean, I feel like we've had a lot of practice telling this story because everyone always yeah. asks. Oi. Yeah. How did we start? Years ago, <laughs> uh, I was making a sketch comedy web series mm-hmm. years and years ago um, with my friend Melanie Bailey, and um, I knew nothing about film, <laughs> nothing. I'd like done taken like an acting for film class, but that's about it. <laughs> um, and so me and Melanie started just making these videos on our own, just got our own. I got a camera for like 600 bucks at Best Buy, nice. and we just like went to the park, set up a tripod, and like made started making videos. Um, and then as things happen in film, like things start to snowball and you're like, well, why don't we next time let's get, you know, a, a microphone, you know, and then it's like, oh, well we can get a better microphone. And then it snowballed into like 20 episodes of that later. We had like a full like crew and yeah. we had like dancers in the park and it was like a, a whole thing. And we had like a group of people that were making each episode. Yeah. Including Corey. Yeah. Yeah. Was Throw It Out one of your last ones? Yeah. 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 I feel like that was like the last one. It must have been the last one, yeah. Oh. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, from then we had built like a really great crew of people that we loved working with. And we all got together and made a short film after that series. And then after that, we were like, wait a minute. We have all these skills that <laughs> could potentially be making us money. Like, yeah. let's do it for money. And yeah. so we started a company. And then it was, uh, yeah. Off to the races. Off to the races. When you were doing your um, Chitty Chitty Bailey Chang, mm-hmm. um, how did you... Series. Yes, that's the web series. How did you... Did you and Melanie just kind of split 
the cost of what it makes because I think that's what keeps people from doing sketch mm-hmm. comedy or web series or whatnot because unless you're doing it all yourself right yeah you gotta pay people yeah yeah we were split we were splitting the costs yeah um but I mean we were we found people entry-level people that yeah. just wanted to make make stuff which yeah. in New York City there's a lot of people that yes. just want to make stuff they don't yeah. they don't need money they're not mm-hmm. there for the money they just want to create yeah. cool stuff same in the dance world it's you just, just like, gotta find those yeah, people I just yeah. want to do it yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's what it's I mean and that's what it's been it's finding the right people and then treating them well. That's yes. that's the biggest part about it. Yes. Yeah, cuz like people will do stuff for free if it's fun. Yes. And they're being treated well. Yes. But if you treat if you're a fucking asshole then no, they're not going to want to keep no. doing free shit. Yeah. Yeah, and you hear about that. You hear about that all the time. Um you know, people will be like, "Oh, I was working on this film. It was 24-hour shoots and like overnights yeah. and no food and we, I mean, we've, we've definitely been on projects where like, it's been tight. Things have been tight, yeah. but we try to make it at least fun and try to make at least try to make the food good. Uh, I think that's like, yeah. that goes a yeah. long, surprisingly a long way. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> was like, what do you need? What do you need? What do you need? What do you want? You want coffee? What do you want? It's so yeah. weird when people like that are on set with us now, when we ask them those things, they're like, Oh my God, like you're asking me what I need? Yeah. Like, um, I need trail mix. Okay, cool. Trail yeah. mix it is. Or like whatever it may be. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, so we're still serving. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just in a different way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but we talk about that all the time because Nate, you know, Nate and I met um, at the Odeon. And uh, working in a restaurant or a bar or customer service has done nothing but help the business grow yeah yeah it's all about in so many ways like just customer service Mm -hmm. just learning that in general and like knowing how to service people's needs you know yeah in a a friendly nice way like is huge for business and then also just business running in general because we worked at a restaurant that had a really strong business model yes that's true and i it inspired a lot of how we run our business now Yeah. yeah so you had the the idea of we could make money from this. Mm-hmm. Let's start doing it. How did you find your first client? Oh, it was a live show, right? Um, yeah, through one of our business partners, Vanessa, who was with us in the very beginning. Um, her friend, Maddie Jarman, um, oh, yeah. was doing a live show downtown somewhere and she just wanted it filmed and i was like all right this will be our first client she paid us like a couple hundred bucks or something nice (laughs) um and we filmed her live show and it was absolutely terrible it was like a unusable footage and she was like like... this looks and sounds terrible i'm like i agree (laughs) (laughs) um but now funny enough maddie has gone on to win the voice and she's now really yeah she goes by malin now she's wildly famous wow yeah so what do you know what season she won on the voice the last the latest season this last season wow oh i had no idea yeah she won wow she's a great great singer she's a fantastic singer yeah you can find her on instagram malin i'm gonna search her yeah check it out uh so you had a live show and and it was awful uh yeah we didn't do a great job but we learned a lot and then the next time we got a little better yeah (laughs) we'll do a little better next time um no no (laughs) it was yeah yeah we didn't do a great job but like that's how that's how you learn you just yeah we just yeah. start jumping in and that's from the beginning yeah. with that's always been our thing like let's just say we can do it and see what happens yeah and, yeah, yeah. and see what happens and usually it ends up pretty good yeah and if yeah. we don't know we find people that know how to do it i mean yeah. that's that's the battle of of making things uh is just finding the right 
finding the right team or yeah. or researching and figuring it out or being inspired from other things that are similar and being like, yeah. oh, yeah. we could do this or we could do that. Yeah. And having no ego when you don't know what, how to yeah. do something. That's yeah. a big one. That's a big yeah. one. A lot of film people that we've worked with, especially who are like in the technical department, like hate people that fake it. They're so much more willing to work extra hard if you're like, hey, I don't know how to do this. Can yeah. you help me? Like I would defer to your expertise. Yeah. And then it most most people, I think, like to help people. Like most of the time. Yeah. yeah. I, I I believe that. So that Or they like to show how knowledgeable they are. Yeah. Yeah. That's what <laughs> I think that's what it is. That's probably what it is. <laughs> yeah, I think and I think I speak for Nate that we kind of, you know, are turned on when people are good at their jobs. Like in yeah. a in a like this is my I love watching this person do yeah. this thing. And, yeah. and really physically turned on. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. It becomes a real hindrance on set. But where's HR when you need her? <laughs> Sexy job. Sexy job. Yeah. So you were doing some live shows mm-hmm. and then you made the leap to start renting out an office space. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. yeah, we were working at a coffee shops. Yeah. Yeah. And what was that decision like knowing, okay, we need to, to grow. We don't maybe financially it's hard to rent a space, but we know this is going to be good for us. Like, do you mm-hmm. remember what that was like when you were trying to make the decision, like we need to grow the business yeah. and just pull the trigger? Well, I mean, we started very slowly. Yeah. Like, we never had any sort of runway. Most companies, they find investors. They have some sort of seed money to start. Yeah. We started with absolutely nothing. Yeah. So the decision to move into an office was was easy because it was free. Yeah. We had a free option. Um, the girl who helped us start our LLC, and she worked in a lawyer's office. And if you're starting a business, definitely, like don't try to do that process alone find a lawyer get it done right in the beginning i think that was one of the strongest things we did was start just like legally and financially very strongly because we found an accountant and a lawyer right away those are two things we definitely need yes because we're not business people so that helped a lot um Hi Shelby. Hi Shelby. Hi. How are you? Hi <laughs> Shelby. Our business partner just walked in the room. Hey, welcome, Looking welcome. stunning in a herringbone coat. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you wearing, Shelby? Urban jungle. Urban jungle. Oh. <laughs> and sustainable. <laughs> um, yeah. So our first office, we we were just sort of like using this lawyer's office. They yeah. Had like a corner space that we could use yeah it was kind of crazy too because it was on 100 wall street and the, it, this was like probably where super famous people have been deposed and yeah. like this is like right ju- by like deutsche bank and like just a hundred foot like like conference room tables it was just so strange and then oh, there's just like the four of us at the edge yeah. of this corner <laughs> yeah. but no it worked out it worked out yeah and then through a friend of a friend we found a co-working space that had just opened and mm. they had no one in there and they were yeah. like you can cheap. literally use the space for free. Yeah. Like just come in. We just need bodies in the office. So that yeah. it looks like we have people here. Yeah. And that was Workville. And yeah. we went in and that became our office. Yeah. And that's when things kind of really ramped up. Yeah. I would absolutely. Say. It kind of, it was a, it was a place to come and just like get shit done. Yeah. yeah. It legitimized us for our clients. Like from a client perspective, they're mm-hmm. like, oh, they work out of like a nice space. Yeah. They must be more legit. And for us, it just you know, going to a nice space and working amongst people who were also working very hard yeah. was just, yeah, yeah. inspirational. Yeah. It helped us grow. Yeah. And so from your first word of mouth client to do that live shoot, 
up until you go into Workville, how are you finding your clients? How oh. are you bringing revenue in for the business? It's like all word of mouth. All word of yeah. mouth. It was always word of mouth. Yeah, we started, we, we had this grand idea. We're like, we're going to find a niche. Well, we're like, we know like when you start a business, you need to have a niche. Mm-hmm. And so we were like, we're going to do actor reels <laughs> and uh, like the short scenes for actors. And then we like built out a business model for that. And we're like, we will never make enough money yeah. because <laughs> actors have no money. Actors yes, have no money. That's and true. Yeah, yeah, like to do it and make money, it was just going to be prohibitively expensive for actors. Yeah. So we're like, okay, well, let's keep doing live shows. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we, yeah, kept doing live shows and word of mouth and things led to one thing led to another. Yeah. yeah. It was just all word of mouth, though. Yeah. And then right around that same time you were in Workville, um, a couple people had approached to do like pilots who had just like heard from a friend for a friend to do like, mm-hmm. they had these show ideas, you know, and then they would come in for a meeting and, and then we would say, like, hey, I think the, like a pilot might be the good, like the right way to go. So we made, I think, like, three pilots in one year like mm-hmm. yeah the yeah. first year we were at work bill and uh those were really fun because we you know we didn't make a whole lot of money but we were like making something yeah. which was really fun that's always been kind of the idea of the business was to like you know work you know to make enough money to like live and then also fund our own creative projects mm-hmm. which is kind of what we're moving into like i would say like one of the next phases is more more um you know kind of larger scale clients for like social media stuff and then also focusing on short form content yeah that we produce yeah but that's getting a little ahead of myself um yeah but i think yeah yeah there was a lot of live shows in the beginning yeah. a lot just a ton of like live which is fun but like they're kind of hard to edit because they're so long you know they're yeah. like an hour yeah um, well, we got really good at live shows, <laughs> which has yeah. proved very good for us. Yeah. Yeah. And you both were still working at the restaurant at this time? Oh, yeah. 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 Through most of it. Yeah. 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 Okay. And so then after, how long were you in Workville or at Workville? I feel like just over two years. Yeah. yeah. Just over two years. And when you were at Workville, bonus of being in a co-working space it seemed like you were able to make a lot of connections and kind of network within Workville and get jobs that way because then you made a commercial for Workville yeah I think the people we were closest with in Workville were the Workville owners yeah we became very close with the, we love DJ and Sue love yeah. you guys yeah um but not a whole lot of business from people at Workville. I think maybe two people mm. we shot for, like Awe and someone else. Yeah, but mostly mostly outside of Workville. A lot of artists um, were coming to us, which which we loved. It was it was a lot of creative work. It wasn't a lot of money, but for us, it was just yeah. like we were learning. We were going through film school. Yeah, yeah. Corey and I were were learning how to make videos yeah <laughs> so it was a good way for us to start just by doing a lot of entry-level sort of baseline stuff and then making creative projects yeah yeah and yeah. like sca- and tr- all the while trying to scale smart you know mm-hmm. s- slow and i mean like nate said like not having a runway it was really really tough yeah i mean we've and we would we would go back and forth of like, should we get an investor or should we not get an investor? And they'd be like, yes, let's try to find one. And then and then like it, we would always come back to just like, dude, like I don't know if we, like let's just keep fucking hustling, yeah, grinding, you know? yeah, yeah. And yeah. that's and it came down. We just didn't want it, we just didn't want to answer to anyone. You know, yeah. we didn't want anyone telling us what kind of clients we should be taking in and yeah. how to how to build and grow our business. And 
yeah, we wanted to have that freedom to like really build it and make it what we wanted it to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, we were talking about this in the, in the car ride, uh, Nate and I were talking about this in the car ride on the way up, like this, this particular like lifestyle of like owning your own business and, and, and especially like doing film and creative work, like is not for everyone. Yeah. You know, like you have to like hustle and be willing to like have some low points and be like, what the fuck are we doing? And how are we going to make this work? You know, and, you know, kind of backs Mm -hmm. against the wall. You have to love the hustle. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You really, you really do, because yeah. it is. It, it's almost uh, masochistic in a way, where you're like, kind, of, kind of like constantly torturing yourself, and you know, there was. I can remember like a specific. There was like a and couple- always wandering into the dark. Like yeah. there's no, there's never any light in front of you. It's yeah. always just yes. like, uh, what's up there? Yeah, <laughs> we'll find out soon, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and there was a couple of months where like we we were growing, um, but. There was just, there was a couple of months where we were just like, dude, like, what are we going to do? And it was just him and I just like carrying super heavy shit up through the subway Mm. and like doing anything Mm -hmm. we could to make it work. And and like, yeah, and like really like going to film school and like learning all these different things. Um, But that's the, you know, that's the beauty of having a partner and like not doing it alone is you you do have kind of an accountability buddy and someone that's like, come on, like, let's make this thing. And yeah. And yeah and we had five we had five yeah five of us in the beginning and mm-hmm. so for me it was like there were so many moments i was just like i can't do this anymore yeah. <laughs> i was like this is way too much i'm way in over my head um we took a huge loss that first year because uh, we did those creative projects and i didn't know how to budget a project yeah i didn't know i didn't know how to build a budget at all yeah so we lost a lot of money that year yeah and, you know it's our personal money again we didn't have investors so yeah. like i lost a lot of my own personal money and i was like i don't know if i'm ever gonna get this money back i don't know if we can do this yeah but yeah. i was like oh, i don't want to let them down so i guess we'll just keep <laughs> chugging along yeah did you ever have those thoughts of like i think like, did you ever think about pulling out, but then... Yeah, yeah, there was, I mean, like, there was a moment where, like, I was um, trying to get a job with, like, a nine-to-five, like, a startup or whatever, and I was, like, telling Nate, I was, like, ah, oh, I could probably do this, like, you know, whatever, like, figure it out, and then, like, as I was going into it, I was kind of, like, if I don't get this job, like, like I don't know if, I don't know if this is going to work, you know, because... I was, if you I was have... worried about funding the projects, like having a well-paying job to like fund what we were doing. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of the backwards way to think about it. Um, but after uh, I didn't get the job, I'm like so grateful that I didn't for yeah. sure. Because that was when I was like, I'm, I'm literally going to take everything and, and fucking just throw it into this and like not like focus nothing, all of my attention on it. And yeah. I think, it, I think it worked out for the better, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. But there's, there's, there's definitely a lot of fear of like, you know, cause I was in a band and that didn't work out the way I wanted it to. So mm-hmm. there was definitely fear of like, here I go again. Like, am I going to start something and it not go anywhere? Mm-hmm. But, um, no, I think, you know, it's a combination of just fucking hustling and, yeah. and having the right team around yeah. you and, and filling in the holes where there's gaps, yeah. you know, for, mm-hmm. for sure. So you were at Workville for a year and two years, just a year over and a half? Two, years. Yeah, two years, just over two years. Yeah. And then what made you decide to expand and get your own space. We needed space. <laughs> we needed we, more That room. was it. We we were occupying like a four by four. <laughs> How, oh, it wasn't that that small. It was like it was, it was like, like an a, eight by eight like space in yeah, Workville, really, really and small. we had all of our gear like on one rack, and it was 
it was yeah we you were def- overflowing we had way outgrown yeah. that space so yeah. we just needed a place to put gear yeah. yeah and that's when we met uh i met steven bailey through a friend of ours um a mutual friend in california that i did music with and he was he had come for like a production meeting just to kind of hang out and um i mean we fell in love with him obviously yeah. He's like, i didn't <laughs> i really was turned off by him <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was so rude. <laughs> um, but Stephen was like, "Hey, I'm I'm renting out a space." Uh, and I'm, Stephen's he's glaring, sitting right behind me. Glaring, he's right alert. behind you. Shh, behind me. <laughs> uh, and Stephen was like, "Hey, I'm renting out a space, and I think it was a hundred dollars more than where we were, and it was two times or three times." It was a no-brainer. Again, like all of our decisions have been like little bitty baby steps yeah. to where yeah. we are, but yeah. you know. Yeah. We, yeah. But yeah, the space you were in after Workville was, I would say, more than double. It was like uh, tr- five was, times the size. Yeah, it was <laughs> five times the size. <laughs> yeah. And it was ours. It was just our space. Yeah. yeah. It was great. And Steven was next door. Yeah. And we started doing a lot of projects with him. And it was just you two in the office mm-hmm. at that time. Yeah. Because you had gone from five people and then it was just you two. Uh, well, no, us Maylie. And Melanie. Uh, Melanie. Yeah. Yeah. There were, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was just Melanie at that point. Yeah. Zach had decided to go uh, the freelance um, DP route, and Vanessa does voiceover, which we've talked about a million times on the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and and then, then we brought on Shelby once Vanessa left. Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, and then when we moved into that that space, we, I would say we kind of outgrew, because we were shooting in there as well, and it was just like... Yeah. A little bit tight, you yeah. know, to set up a light when you, a when you first got in there, there was definitely a lot of space, but then you started to grow into it, and then you started oh, yeah. to grow out of it. We, like, like, <laughs> we moved in, our business, like, tripled. Yes. Like, our revenue that year tripled. And what do you think it like was? six months. That uh, was able to, you think it was the space? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It was just having space to shoot, because yeah. so much of our money, you know, we was you going know, into renting point you know like all every business is the same we're just looking at like where you're hemorrhaging money and then yeah. like how can you solve that and that was so much of it was locations for us yeah you know that's where we spent so much money so it's yeah. like well if our location is our office we could save a whole lot of money yeah and we did yeah, yeah. but then we outgrew it immediately yeah yeah and then well at that time what kind of clients were you getting because you weren't doing so many live shoots anymore mm-hmm. it was a, it was just like a big mix of stuff um yeah it was still a mix of things but right when we moved into the office was when real estate started happening mm-hmm. for us um and that's when we started to explode yeah yeah and that was that word of mouth or did someone reach out to you that was word of mouth yeah a friend of mine josh recommended tyler who was our first real estate client um and that's yeah that's how we started getting into real estate yeah mm-hmm. and so you were doing like content videos for him mm-hmm. and also going to his properties to film promos that came that came a little later property okay. videos came later we started yeah. just making social media videos yeah social media content for him yeah yeah um, and then shortly shortly after i think tyler's second or third season second yeah second or third season we uh decided to to move into a, a larger space we, we yeah. found a great deal well, and that's kind of. I don't think you well, decided to move. We were forced into. It. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I was gonna leave that part out, but um, no, the building there was just like landlord some landlord drama. Landlord drama where they forced everyone out. I mean, we could have stayed if we wanted to, but yeah. Nathan and I were like, seems kind of shady. Like, yeah. let's yeah. cut our losses and find. We can't something leave bigger. that out. That's like a, one of the 
things about being yeah, a business owner. I know. Yeah, it was like we were paying rent to someone who wasn't paying rent to like the building owner or something. So we just got a knock on our door that was like, you have to leave today. Now. now. Yeah, you have an hour. And yeah. I was on vacation at the time. Corey was there. And that was one of those, <laughs> one of the many moments since we've had this business where it's like, fuck. fuck. Yeah. What do we do right now? Yeah. Um, and we the, issue, the decision was let's take out a loan from the bank of our God bank <laughs> and God bank <laughs> and move into another space immediately. Yeah. And I was like, well, I guess the time to the, the time to scale is now. Is now. Yeah. And that was probably the biggest step. Cause again, up till now we've made like a little bit of baby steps yeah. everywhere. Yeah. But this was our like big adult step into a space that was quadruple the size. Yeah. A very professional space with, with big companies in the building. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that was that was when everything grew so much more. Yeah. yeah. And I I see that knock on the door of, like, you got to get out right now. I feel like that was such a blessing for uh, you guys. 100% a blessing. Yeah. That's, when, that's when I quit working at the restaurant. That's when everything became, like, real. That's when I was like, oh, we have a business. Yeah. 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 And I, I went full-time, I think, like... That following. Technically January of this year, <clears throat> but also I was down to like one shift a week for like seven was months. Was it really January of this mm-hmm. year? Yeah. Or was it last year? I feel like it was January of 2018. That's probably right. But maybe not. I don't know. No, it was 2019. No, I guess you're right. Yeah, January 2019. Huh. But um, yeah, I was I was working like one day a week at the restaurant, but I was always getting my shifts covered. So I was like here full time already anyways. Yeah. It was just um, you had that kind of safety net yeah, to fall back on. Yeah. I mean, but that was also you, like, you know, being like, hey, oh, yeah, I maybe was really nervous. just, you know, but. Only because I, too, have leaned on myself for sole income yeah. for a long time. And I liked having the security blanket of, I can always, like, pick up more shifts yeah, if I need to totally. make more money. Yeah, um, yeah. But at that time, I mean, like. <clears throat> going full in and be, being able to give a hundred percent to the product just made everything so much yeah. better. And then like the business grew also because there was another person like only focusing on getting it made, Yeah, you know? So it's a, it's a, it's a drawback, but yeah. for a lot of people that like jump is really scary. Mm-hmm. But Nate was the first one to, uh, to, to do that, which was, which was a huge move and did not do that. Help meaning bit, like, like stopping at the stop, restaurant. Yeah. yeah. It was yeah. scary. And did scary. you dwindle down as well, or did you just I cut? Cut. Yeah. I just cut. Yeah. Just said peace out. Yeah. It was, yeah, it was not easy. But I had, Pete was <laughs> in my ear being like, you got, you have to. Yeah. You have to do it. It's the only way. Yeah. I was like, okay. And I had like saved up a little bit of money. So I was like, I know I can survive the summer. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I won't go hungry this summer. Yeah. <laughs> and so I was like, let's just do it for the summer. That's what yeah. I kept saying in my brain. You know, I'm like, I, I know I've got three months where I can just do this. And I've never been back. Yeah. And it's never, I was like, I can get another waiting job like after the summer. Oh, if yeah. I have to. Serving will always be there if you want to go back yeah. to it. Yeah. <laughs> and there. Yeah. yeah, I've not had to. Yeah. 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 Awesome. So now you're in this space and now you have, you employ. Employ a couple of different people. Mm-hmm. Would you say we or... employ a lot of people? Uh, full time, mm-hmm. we have two or one. Where well, there's three of us full time, 
kind of like four of us full time, but we pay a lot of freelancers. Yeah, yeah. We have a lot of people regularly that we are working with. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm, I'm just going to go back a little bit. So when you moved into the space you're in now, the one that was quadruple the size of the space you were in, that was five times the size of the space you were in before. Yeah. <laughs> how did you see it as, because obviously your rent went up a lot more. A lot, yeah. And you made some decisions and some changes of like how you can implement help on rent. Yeah. Of people like renting out space storing gear and whatnot yeah how did you come to that decision of how can we help ourselves financially afford this place well yeah i think i think when nate and i you know sit and have these conversations about things it's like how do we just make sure everything's covered we can pay everyone we can pay you know all of our bills but like you know when we first moved in it's it's a big space you know and we didn't have the amount of things that we have now yeah um so we have a, we had a couple of friends who were also like looking for office spaces that were like hey like do you want to be in this cool space with us we like being around you you know we'll make it super affordable to kind of offset the rent for us mm-hmm. and then i think we also were renting out the space for other people to shoot in for like three or four months mm-hmm. uh through pure space um but that kind of just became like a little bit more of a hassle than it was worth yeah, yeah. um and we were shooting in here so often that we were like, well, let's just, you know, let's just keep yeah. it for ourselves. But that was just, again, how do we mitigate risk? Yeah, it came, it came down to just building out business models, right? We kept yeah. running. We were getting better and better and better at running a business and like becoming <laughs> business people, which again, is the same for every business. Yeah. We were just like, okay, if we, you know, if we are making this much money from projects and then we pull in, okay? Oh, yeah, I'm just listening. Yeah. Quiesco go pee. No, no, no. No, I want his phone to take oh, okay. pictures. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> um, so, we, yeah, we just kind of broke it down. We're like, okay, if we make this much money uh, from projects, and then, we, then we'll make this much money from, like, rent from other people, like, yeah. renting out the space, and then we'll make this much money from, like, renting out gear. And then it's like, well, if we're doing that, if, like, if we're renting out the gear, then we won't have... The gear that we need to do um, other things. We need to make the projects, and then it just became like, well, wait a minute, we make five times as much money when we use the gear yeah. than when we're renting it. I was like, okay, well, let's stop wasting our time renting, renting out gear, gear, trying to yeah. become a rental house, and just yeah. focus on making projects. Yeah, and that became the same thing with with everything. It's like, okay, we're not, you know, we're not an Airbnb. We're not going <laughs> to yeah. just try to start right. renting out our space. We need the space to make our own things. Yeah. yeah. And that's, we make more money doing that. So yeah. from a business point, it all just came down to, okay, let's stop. Let's stop wasting our time here. Yeah. And just focus on like big picture. But yeah. it did help, like it did help out when we first moved in to kind yeah. of like quell some fears yeah. about all that stuff, you know? Yeah. But I think, yeah, there was a point where I that's was all like. I was doing though. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was like, also like. Wasn't we were, really bringing in any real money. Wasn't bringing in a ton of money. I mean, a little bit, but Renting. Yeah. 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 So I raised the price on the on like peer space and then we got zero inquiries yeah which is so funny because i raised it by ten dollars an hour and we nobody was like so i was like oh, i guess we're not doing this anymore yeah but um yeah it's it's uh again you know just focusing on doing our own thing it's just kind of been like time and time again like the yeah. answer the answer to any question is just to keep moving forward yeah keep you moving know, forward can't, can't look back other than the time you got the knock on the door that said get the fuck out in an hour when has there or has there been a time in the four plus years of owning hallelujah that you've been like oh shit i don't know 
how this is going to go? Or like, has oh there been God. a moment of like fear of, can we keep our doors open? Yeah. Constantly. <laughs> Con- every day. <laughs> okay. Literally every day. No, it's with the fear and is, is constant. <laughs> it's yeah. just constant fear. But that's, that's again, that's part of running a business anywhere. Yeah. And you, you just, you have to love that. You have to love that hustle. You have to love the fear. Um, and you know use it to fuel you to to grow and get better yeah fear is a big motivator yeah we have it it with everything i mean it's it's money it's money concerns constantly Mm -hmm. but like that's always going to be a thing always and forever yeah and it's it's client concerns you know how how to maintain the clients we love how to get rid of clients we we can't work with yes (laughs) um and how you know how to continue pricing projects the way we need to to grow without losing the clients we love yeah it's 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 constant yeah i can i can't remember when it was but i i feel like there was a time maybe it was after last summer where it was like "Mm, i don't know we don't have a lot of things on the books in the in the next like few months i'm nervous about it and then i feel like at the end of that week it was like well well now we're fully booked yeah that was a weird that was kind of a weird phenomenon yeah i remember we were we were sitting here and we were like i don't know what we're gonna do there was nothing the phone like wasn't ringing yeah and then that week i think we booked like six or seven projects yeah yeah i feel like you you it's been very the work has been very consistent Mm -hmm. yeah but have have you felt like in the dry spells maybe like, what do you do to try and get yourself out of the dry spells? Well, what's funny about the dry spells now is it they're almost it's almost like a, a time where we can like breathe, sweep, <laughs> sweep the floor and like get everything finished and buttoned yeah. up and done. Because like, we we kind of now know that the next wave is coming. At yeah. least that's how I think about we it. We feel pretty confident. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is we probably shouldn't. No, I think that's yeah. I think that's Somewhat good. I mean, confident. Somewhat confident. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that's good. And I I too, I know that it was really hard for me to learn to ride the waves Mm -hmm. and not panic when it's down and just like trust that something is going to come along Yeah, and also learn to, as you said, like appreciate the, the lull and like allow that time to like button up things and clean up things that you don't normally have the time to so that when it's busy, you're not like, ah, shit, I wish I had done that when it was a little yeah. slower. I mean, the other thing that's nice about what we've been able to do is like, if there is a lull, like we have, we've worked with hundreds of people and like, you know, like it, it's not impossible for us to just be like, Hey, do you want to do something else? Like, and then they're like, Oh yeah, I haven't done anything for a while. Like, let's do something. Yeah. Do you, you know, do that's that not often? Uncommon. Do you, reach, we, do you yeah. reach out to people? Every day, mm. every day. <laughs> I mean, that's, yeah, it, it would, you know, it would be a, a lie to say we just like sit around and wait for the phone to ring because that's, that's yeah, not how anyone not should ever run a business. No, <laughs> no. Every day, even during the busy times, you know, we we meet every week here, and we're always like, okay, what's the, what are prospective clients? Even when we're slammed, we're still like, but what about December? You know, yeah. like, what about January? Yeah. What what do Smart. we we have to start making sure someone's going to be there? Yeah. Making sure we fill up fill those blocks. So every day, it's it's following up on projects that might that were potential projects mm-hmm. that maybe they've forgotten about following mm-hmm. up with past clients I mean like hey what's up like and then finding new clients and trying yeah. to expand and grow the places we want to grow yeah 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 constant what do you think has been one or two of your biggest lessons in owning a business mm. Mm. 
I would say, um, I would say trust your instincts. That's a good one. That's always, that's always, yeah. even like from our biggest wins, it's just been on, it's just been trusting my instincts. And also my biggest failures have been when I didn't trust my instincts. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. From, from everything. And I think that goes just like on set too, you know, mm-hmm. when you trust your instincts, you appear confident. And like, if there's one moment of not looking confident, like client is out the door. Yeah. Like they're like, eh, they don't have a control on this, you know? But <laughs> if you're like, this is the way it should be. They're like, okay, <laughs> whatever you say. Um, Cause they'll trust you. If, yeah. you. if you're confident and you, you know, take charge, they'll listen. Yeah. But if, if you're not, they will not be listening. Yeah. No, I, I would, I would definitely probably say the same thing. Like trust your instincts and uh, you know, don't panic. You know, that's one thing I've like, if this doing this has taught me anything, it's just like nothing is ever like as bad as I make it up to be in my brain. So, you know, things are, things are bad. You just kind of got to work through the fear of like the unknown. Yeah. You can't, you can't sit and dwell on it. You got to just keep, just keep going forward. Yeah. Um, I think Pete had like a really good, um, Nathan's boyfriend had a really good analogy when we were talking. He's like talking about sailing because he's just a sailor. He's like, you can't turn around on the ocean. Yeah. If you're going somewhere, you can't turn around or you'll die. You have to just like keep keep going. Keep going. Yeah. And that oddly was like a very calming thing for him to, to say. I mean, it's like, oh, we'll just keep moving forward. Like everything mm-hmm. will work itself out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. 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 But yeah, definitely trusting your gut. Because um, there's a lot of stuff that like I've second guessed myself on or maybe we have. And then we'll look back on it and be like, fuck, dude. Like we, we were right all along. We should have just done it this way. Yeah. You know. But that's part of learning and like yeah. owning a business. Yeah. For sure. What do you think has been um, top like win- fail and top like win or success? Well, we never fail at anything. No. <laughs> yeah, no failure. No yeah. failures. No failures. Yeah. No, no failures. I would say like learning experiences. Um, the biggest learning curve that we've had, I mean, for me, it's just budgeting things. Has yeah. Been, like the hardest. Mm thing to figure out because like you want to do fun and creative projects but like sometimes there sometimes there's too much money sometimes there's not enough money so it's like figuring out yeah yeah how to do things where all of the nuts and bolts are taken care of and i know that i've had fear or issues of like if i have a potential new client and like i want to charge them something specific but i also don't want to turn them away with a price oh yeah like balancing that is really tricky but I think it's just knowing what you're worth. And mm-hmm. if that client doesn't want to pay for what you're worth, then unfortunately you just have to let them go. And that brings more space and more opportunity for someone to come in who will accept yeah. your price. Yeah. But which, yeah, that's been a big learning thing for me too, is that yeah. people, people respect, they do. You know, even if they can't afford you, they respect whenever you have, you know, your worth and you have a set price. Yeah. If you're like, eh, well, we could do it for cheaper, then then they're going to be like, well, is the work that quality then, yeah. you know? So it's, yeah, knowing exactly how much you're worth and confidently charging that. Yeah. 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 I remember telling a potential new client, um, it was someone I was training, and then she was asking me about my cooking. And when I told her my price, she was like, oh, you're expensive. But she was having, like, uh, her cleaning lady, like, cooking for her. And the cleaning lady was tra- charging her, like, 
$20 an hour or something. And I was like, yeah, but she wasn't a chef (laughs) or like she wasn't a cook. (laughs) That wasn't her job. (laughs) This is what I do for a living. And yeah, I like personalize the meals for you. And there's like, you get a whole lot more with me. And she was like, oh no, I'm sure I do. Yeah, let's do it. (laughs) And then she, she, I have cooked for her for a long time. (laughs) Yeah. That's how it goes. But it's hard to, to hear that sometimes. Yeah, yeah. I'd say I'd say biggest fail was probably just all of year two. <laughs> <laughs> we did a lot of cool things, but lost a lot of money. Yeah. Um, so it was fun. It was a fun fail. Yeah. But yeah. Learned a lot. Yes. And I was like, oh, after year two, I was like, oh, I get it. Yeah. I get it now. We, we yeah. grew so much year three. Yeah. But um, yeah, that and some specific projects which we probably won't name but yeah yeah there have been fails along the way and then biggest uh nails or wins successes that we're still here (laughs) still going yeah um yeah i think that the biggest win for me is like if if someone refers us to someone else because of the quality of the work i think that's a that's a win so yeah I mean, for me, at least, if people are like, hey, go with them, like, I trust them. I think that uh, someone else's endorsement is super, I get mm-hmm. really, I'm proud of that. Yeah. Bit. Yeah, and I think my, my biggest win is that people we work with like working with us. Yeah. Our, our indie contractors, our contractors love working with us specifically. Because they, yeah. you know, the people we work with work with everyone all over the city and, you know, on TV and film productions all over the world. Um, but the fact that a lot of them are like, we, my favorite projects are the ones I get to work on with you guys. That's, yeah, that speaks volumes. Those are always, yeah. that's, yeah, that's always cool to hear. Yeah. For sure. And where do you see yourself going next? Oh, that's a good. Super Bowl, baby. Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> Super Bowl. <laughs> like, do you have, do you have goals like that? Do you think about that? Like in the future, like you want yeah. to have a Super Bowl commercial? <laughs> Um, you want to play for this play at the Super Bowl? Yeah, like. I want to be I want to play in the Super Bowl. I'm, yeah, I'm only trying to get my sports together. <laughs> I've got some of my sports together. <laughs> Gonna get get a couple more and then I should be Super Bowl. Then <laughs> you should be Super Bowl. <laughs> um <laughs> I think short term for for me I'd love to be doing larger scale of what we're doing, which we do yeah. kind of small scale videos, like social media content. Mm-hmm. But I'd love to do that on a larger scale with some bigger brands and some yeah. bigger companies. Yeah. 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 Same here. Um, same thing we're doing a little bit larger scale and um, and doing indie shorts, which we're doing anyways. So we're, yeah. we're, we're also kind of doing that and like looking forward to doing more. We're shooting yeah. one in December with Steve and it's his second film that we'll have worked on with him, which is really fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I, I would say original content and larger scale digital advertising and content creation. For yeah. Sure. If there's someone who is in film or not, when you're reaching out to potential clients, how do you how do you navigate? Like, do you ever just like cold email someone and say like, can we help you? Yeah, we have. Like, how do you how do mm-hmm. you do that? How do you do that? Uh, I would say we don't do it ton of outbound we're i wouldn't say we're picky with we're we're selective with who we like to work with so if we do do an outbound 
um, if I do an outbound or if Nate does an outbound or Shelby or somebody, it's, it's usually with the company that we like into or yeah. think there would be a good fit for the type of project that they're working on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We look at projects where we have created things that would be really good for them. We make sure that their social content, it needs us, mm-hmm. you know, if they clearly already have an agency they're working with and there's no point. Yeah. Um, so it's sort of just doing a lot of research and seeing if they have some holes to fill and then yeah, reaching out. And sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Is that what you would advise people to do if they aren't getting word of mouth business is just do the research, see yeah. who, what companies need work and just cold email? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And make For it sure. personal and call and follow up. Yeah. Do a little um, bit of research on who you're yeah. like trying to target too. Yeah. You know? yeah. Pete, my personal life business coach slash boyfriend, <laughs> uh, recommends doing like, he calls it the 10 before 10. Mm-hmm or he will send 10 emails to 10 companies before 10 a.m. every day. Wow. Um, and that, I think, for freelancers is a great habit to get into. Wow. That's, yeah. yeah, that's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. I like that. That's how you, that's how you book business, baby. Yeah. <laughs> that's how yeah, you do you it. Yeah, you got to. Yeah. Yeah, you have to be your own little booking agency yeah. when you're yeah. a freelancer. before freelance. 10. 10 before 10. I like that. For sure. Um, okay, I'm going to ask you a question that might be a little uncomfortable. Yes. <laughs> you say yes, and Corey's I'm like, like oh, where is shit. This going? <laughs> you two have been, you're very close with each other. Mm-hmm. When has there been a time where you have disagreed with the other person, and how do you navigate disagreeing with your business partner? Well, I would say we disagree a lot. Yeah. Yeah. We disagree on a lot of things, but. I disagree. <laughs> actually <laughs> uh no we disagree we just de- we definitely disagree on a lot of things but um he's always open right. for the for the best idea mm-hmm. and i think same like it's it's an ebb and flow I th- yeah. that's why the partnership works is because like i'm not hung up on whether my idea gets put forth yeah. or not um, yeah we're we, i think we're really we're really big on the company and we you know we talked through this in meetings all the time about no ego and on and no secrets like we hate you know th- we don't want anything to be ebbing under the water you know yeah so anytime it's like hey how can i be better mm-hmm. yeah it's like what every project we do we we debrief on it and we're like how could we have done that project better how could i have been better for you um what did i do that frustrated you and just like getting everything on the table and just starting those conversations yeah every, every time um, otherwise there's, you know, resentment builds up and yeah. then you have problems. Yeah. Yeah. I, but we don't, I mean, yeah, there's never been like a, such a big disagreement that we were like yelling or screaming at each other. Yeah. Um, cause it's all about, you know, same team. Yeah. You know, we're both on the same team. This yeah. is very much like a marriage of two people, like <laughs> in terms of like, we share bank accounts and credit lines and a space together. You know, we got to make sure that, you know, uh, that the business comes first, which it always does. And I want what's best for the business and same with Nate, whether, mm-hmm. whether the, the ideas are always the same, which they're not, but it's like usually the best idea will float to the top. Yeah. Um, I, we're, I think we're very lucky to have, have each other. Um, just in that regard that there's Definitely. business is always coming, always comes first. Definitely. At least. Yeah. So I think. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Last question. Who would be your dream client? That's a great question. That's a great question. I think you asked this last time. I think I said Patagonia. Yeah. <laughs> you did. Yeah. <laughs> Still Patagonia. Um, yeah. Yeah. They're a great but company. We've been doing a lot of 
of like liquor and alcohol stuff recently and I really love that space I love the food and beverage space and I love drinking so <laughs> um, yeah I don't know what you you go you yeah go. Uh, I, w- I was thinking about this uh, the other day it would probably like in terms of like a brand mm-hmm. um, I think Filson would be a really cool mm, brand to yeah, work with that's not dissimilar from Patagonia mm. but horror. also um, I think working with a professional hockey team on some content would be mm, really fun yeah um, sports ball yeah like some kind of content just because I know yeah. the ins and outs of like yeah what it's like to be in the locker room and like be in those situations but um no Could. the San Jose Sharks put out this um Instagram post the other day it was like what co- type of content do you guys want to see and I wrote like this like two paragraph thing of what I would like and I haven't heard anything back but did um, you also say I can do this for you no I didn't say anything what? I didn't say I didn't say anything I mean, I think you need to reply if, if, again. Yeah, if there's anyone, if there's anyone in San Jose that would be a perfect candidate to be on their digital marketing, t- like creative side, it would be me. I like grew up in the program. Yeah, and, like, yeah. I know. No, I just think it would be fun to do yeah. like a professional. Sports Could you like skate and oh, film at the same time? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like waiting for that day to come along where like we need someone who can skate and camera op. <laughs> oh, pick me. That would be great. That would be a super fun job. <laughs> but um yeah i don't i mean i don't know but i yeah i like i really like Philson and i do i love the booze stuff that we're doing it's yeah. super fun and like creative and like yeah um you know some yeah. of the some of the stuff we're doing now we're like really getting into some different types of like visual styles which is like almost like going to school again on like learning mm-hmm. how to do these very specific looking things and yeah it's just it's just really great yeah. it's been it's been a lot of fun yeah yeah. You know, I'd say my dream client is myself. I, like, have been wanting to and, like, saying I'm going to, like, write my own thing and, like, mm. make it. Mm-hmm. But we get so busy and yep. then it's, like, but that's all excuses. Like, I definitely have time to be writing, but I'm, like, scared of writing and I don't yeah. like, love to sit down and write. I mean, when I do, I usually come up with something good, but I just, uh, yeah. It's yeah. scary to, like venture down that road but like i i want to be a director so i want to start making creating my own stuff yeah and i've i've been You've doing been the same yeah doing the same the same thing yeah i think maybe 2020 you need to hold each other accountable <laughs> yeah i think that's like a page a page a day <laughs> we got like some things with a page we got day. some things yeah. brewing i think um <laughs> things have kind of i would say not settled down in terms of like we're less busy but yeah. there's a lot more of like a solid subfloor yeah. underneath yeah. us now which has kind of opened up like my anxiety level has is still high but it's like for a lot of other things it's gone like way down like i'm feeling yeah. very a lot more comfortable so yeah. hopefully we can get some stuff for it and i think we will and i've been writing i wrote something for you guys you did yeah for what'd us? you write yeah i wrote you guys a little something oh my god <laughs> stuff a little a little treat Oh, I love that. Oh, my. <laughs> I wrote this on my walk here. Oh, little, my God. Okay. A little poem. Oh, a poem. A poem. I love a it. A poem for, uh, yeah, for you guys. Oh. You guys ready? I'm ready. No. Okay. <laughs> I'm ready. Yes, I'm, I'm ready. scared and I'm ready. <laughs> I'm scared. I just got really scared. No, no it's totally fine. Uh, I don't know if it flows yet. I haven't read it out loud, so okay. apologies. Safe space. <clears throat> Corey and Alex. Beautiful as one, gorgeous as two. <laughs> Kindness comes through. Every word from you, like a butternut squash, turned into a soup. (laughs) You're hot and ready. 
Relationship steady. <laughs> the world is your oyster. Mollusk or mushroom. <laughs> you always leave room for the ones that you love. Always, yes, always, beyond and above. For cats or for friends, <laughs> you'll always make food. <laughs> Digestible or thought, you are what is good. Oh Aww. my gosh, thanks. Well, That's so up, sweet. <laughs> sweet. God dang you. I oh. love that. Oh man, little... that was so sweet. <laughs> On my this... walk to the podcast poem. <laughs> I love that. I love it. Well, you're, you're definitely the gold standard. No, oh. have to do that. no, yeah, we're going to have to start having everyone write us poems. No, no, fuck that. <laughs> fuck that. Fuck that. No one can write a poem. That's the only one. Um, well, uh, do you have any other questions for us there, honey? Um, I'll check my fun. notes, but it's I don't think so. It's fun to like, think, think so. back on all the hard work we've done. No, that those are all of my questions. So uh, what's the funniest thing that happened to you this week? Well... I think I laughed a lot last night watching you guys dub <laughs> over <laughs> the violin, but that's really hard to explain. It's the kind of you had to be there. Oh, you but, said, I can, it's very simple to explain. Okay. We were watching a silent video of people playing violins, and you said, what song is that? And I went, and then Nathan hit the harmony on the other violin, and you yeah. were losing your shit. Yeah, it just kept going and going, and I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. we do that a lot That made of- me laugh. Also... What recently made me laugh a lot was when you sent out the um, Halloween invite and it said 8 p.m. till death. That really <laughs> tickled my funny bone. He's always 8 p.m. till death. Like and then on the door it said, till death do we party. Yes. I love it. Yeah. We all survived. The, we did. The, funny, the funniest thing that happened to me was we were, we were somewhere and... Um, we were both like trying to get out of this situation we were in where it was like very late and we were both very tired, but we just couldn't get out of the room. Right. Uh-huh. So when we finally did, he came into my hotel room and we were both kind of joking about how we were trying to leave. So we were like, Oh, thank you. Oh yeah. Oh no, no, that was great. This is, this is that was great. Okay. <laughs> so we were both like trying to back out of the room, but the way he was doing it was like very funny. So I I had a good chuckle like, yeah. after you left. I had a good chuckle to myself. It was just, like funny, yeah. like slowly funny just moment. backing out. Like thank you, trying thank to you. leave, trying yeah. to leave. Oh, thank you, bye. Um, I think my funny moment would it's gonna just be for you guys. But Pete sent me this video last night. Um, oh, I'm so excited. I like was kind of high and he was like, you're going to love this. He knew I was high. I was like, <laughs> and he, so he sent me this while he, while it was. Oh my God. Okay. It's a dog. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> He's just dead asleep. <laughs> oh my God. And it just kept getting funnier. I was like crying. Oh God, I can't believe the dog is still asleep. He's just asleep. And Pete's like moving his little arms to the beat of this like very funny song. Oh, oh it's awake now. Oh my gosh, that's so cute. <laughs> oh cute shit. Little so other people can laugh because it is belly. so funny. Oh, oh man, that's so, that's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh shit. 
Oh well, man. Stupid or embarrassing? Oh, I did something stupid. Um, you guys were recently in Vermont filming something. And I was talking to my mom. She was like, oh, where's Corey? And I was like, oh, he's filming something in Virginia. And then she was like, oh, what city is he in? And I was like, oh, I can't remember. And so I looked on Find My Friends and I like zoomed out. And I was like, oh, just kidding. He's in Vermont. I'm a California girl and I don't know the Virginia and Vermont are not the same thing. <laughs> uh, just, she was like, well, you got the V, right? <laughs> like, yeah. You're pretty, almost there. <laughs> yeah, pretty sure Starts with the verb. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, stupid or embarrassing? Um, I, I guess the stupid thing. I, I, this is kind of this is very Need specific. One? Oh yeah, please. I got money for <laughs> you. Yeah. What, what, what do you got? Stupid things Corey's done. Oh, he's. Oh god. Let list. me pull up my list. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think last week. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh no. I'm so we... glad I have someone to share. I do a lot well, of this. We, we have uh, a new client. Her name is Nini. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's so lovely, but her name is spelled N-I-N-I. Uh-huh. Nini. Nini. Yeah. Yes. Nini. Corey looks at me so seriously and is like, do you pronounce her name Nene? <laughs> and I just stared at him. He's like, why are you looking at me like that? I'm like, Nene? Like, when has the letter I ever made an A sound? <laughs> He also corrects my spelling on a daily basis, so. <laughs> yeah, that's a dumb, you, that's dumb. What made you think it would be Nene? Dude, I'm fucking, I, no, maybe I was high. Maybe I was high. Maybe. I don't think so, but <laughs> I'm just, that was very. It was very funny, though. Well, I had a, I, I want to say I knew someone that had the same name, but it was Nene. I knew somebody named Nene, and I just mm-hmm. don't remember how it was spelled, so that's mm-hmm. why I asked. Mm-hmm. Nene. Nini. Yeah. Well, now you know. Nini. Has he done anything stupid? Yeah. <sighs> yeah, but I don't know. I can't ever remember him. I try to like <laughs> sweep him under the rug. I don't know. Lost my wallet. Yeah, but that that's not Everyone really stupid. Their that's not really stupid. stupid. No, I don't think so. No, not, not that perfect. I can think no, of. You're perfect. perfect. You're perfect just perfect. the way you are. How can I say? <laughs> oh, that's great. Um, well, dude, thank you. Yeah, thank, thank you guys you. for coming on. So fun, always. Congrats always. on four plus years thank you. your business. Thank you. Thank you. Going yeah, it's, been, a, it's been our best year yet, and next year's going to be even better, yes. hopefully. Yeah. Um, if there's anyone, oh, I was going to say, if there's anyone listening out there that has a recommendation for couch concert or wants to nominate anyone, we're yeah. mm-hmm. taking submissions. Hollywood Couch Concert is uh, acoustic sets for bands played live in our studio. Uh, one take, always original music. We have an Instagram called Hallelujah Couch. Love it. Uh, we can follow all of our artists. It's really fun. We have a lot of good artists coming through. A lot of a lot more planned for December. So yeah, uh, yeah. But we're always looking for new great music. So if mm-hmm. anyone has a band that they love that needs a little more exposure, exposure, yeah. send them our way. Yeah, because one of and I mean, it's not like you did this for them, but one of your artists just played with Kanye West. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and Peter so Collins. Yeah, Peter, Peter Collins, Collins just played with Kanye. Kanye and beautiful um, voice. Ugh, amazing. Yeah, she's amazing. He's amazing. And Sammy Ray just did their biggest concert yet last Friday. Oh, awesome! They had like eight hundred people in the audience. I wow, think. that's crazy. Yeah, so she's blowing up too. Yeah, that's great. She's also yeah, Sammy Ray's amazing. killing it. Yeah, uh, lots of lots of people doing great things. Yeah, yeah. Cool. cool. Well, dude, thanks again, and um, thanks everyone for listening. 
Thanks. Bye. Thank Thanks. Bye. 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 <laughs> Bye. <laughs> I'm stealing cow.